This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear friends in Christ, on Wednesday, we begin the 40-day Lenten season. And today's gospel lesson sets us up for it perfectly. In our gospel lesson, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. He's going there to die for the sins of the world. And in our gospel lesson, he tells the disciples just that. He explains to a T what will happen to him in Jerusalem, the place where they're going. He says this, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked, and shamefully treated, and spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise." Now, think about it. What did Jesus leave out? If you were to explain Holy Week in just a few short sentences to someone, could you do it any better than what Jesus just did? Jesus sets the stage perfectly. He explains in detail. He teaches us what we we'll focus on for the next six weeks. The passion of our Lord, the salvation of mankind by the cross. Jesus explains it clearly, perfectly, completely, and totally, and he does it to the twelve disciples. And yet, they don't get it. They don't understand it. They don't want to believe it. In fact, St. Luke, in describing that fact, uses three separate phrases to say that. They understood none of these things, Luke says. The saying was hidden from them. And finally, they did not grasp what was said. Three times, Luke says, The disciples were blind to what was happening. He wants you to completely understand their refusal to pay attention to the words of Jesus. St. Luke doesn't want you to miss that fact that the disciples don't like the idea of Jesus' crucifixion. Now, it may seem like a small thing, but I want you to think about the lives of those apostles. Every day, all day, those 12 men spent with Jesus, Jesus in the flesh. Every word that Jesus preached or taught, those 12 disciples heard it. Every miracle that Jesus did, 
They witnessed it firsthand. And in their own lives, they confessed out loud that they believed that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God. They had heard the voice of God the Father saying just that, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. These twelve had begged Jesus to his face just a few chapters earlier in Luke's Gospel. Increase our faith, they said. These twelve watched him with their own eyes walk on water, change water into wine, raise the dead, heal the blind. And yet, when Jesus starts to speak of his death in Jerusalem, they don't understand The saying is hidden from them, and they don't grasp what was said. Even after three years of being with Jesus, they don't see him for who he is, who he really is, the Son of God crucified for the sin of the world. Our gospel lesson continues after the disciples don't see Jesus for who he is by contrasting that with an actual blind man, one who by all reckoning is unable to see anything. This blind man is sitting by the side of the road, begging for money. Every time he hears someone walk by, he asks for help. He has not seen any miracles. He's not seen Jesus walk on water. He's not seen the face of Jesus. But in our gospel lesson, he hears. He hears that a crowd is passing by, and his ears perk up. Who is it that's going by, he asks. And someone tells him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And when he hears that word, Everything changes for that man. He begins to shout out over and over again as loud as he can, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. Now, this is truly remarkable in what it means. It means that this blind man sometime during his life, sometime sitting along the side of the road asking for money, had heard a word about Jesus. He'd heard someone tell him about Jesus' preaching, Jesus' miracles, Jesus' sermons, Jesus' Bible studies, if you will. This man had heard the word, 
even though he had not seen with his eyes. And having heard the word of Jesus through the work of the Holy Spirit, this man believed everything that Jesus had done. This man, by hearing the word of Jesus, believed that Jesus was the Savior, was God in the flesh, was the one who had mercy on God's people. And so when he hears that Jesus is going by, that's exactly what he's looking for. Mercy. The very thing that we should expect from God. Mercy. That's what this man desires. And that's what he calls out for. In an immediate sense, the mercy this man needed was to regain his eyesight, to be able to see. That would change his entire life. He could get a job. He could go back to see his family. But the mercy of God that he needs long-term is even more than that. It's forgiveness of sins that he needs. It's peace before God that he needs. And this man understands that fact. He asks Jesus to recover his sight, and Jesus does just that, saying, your faith has made you well. Faith in what? Faith in that Jesus can make the blind see? Yes, in part, but faith in all the rest as well. And we see that from the confession of that faith that comes right afterwards, where this man now follows Jesus everywhere even to Jerusalem, even to the cross, to see the forgiveness of sins won for him. Do you see the contrast then in our gospel lesson? We begin with the twelve disciples who don't see who don't understand, who have the truth hidden from their eyes. They ought to understand, but they don't. This contrasted with the blind man who shouldn't see, who shouldn't get it, who shouldn't understand. But he does completely These words are great words to prepare us for the season of Lent that begins on Wednesday. Because so often, these words describe our lives, don't they? Our lives are busy. Our lives are full of things that need to get done people to see, places to go, things to accomplish. And as we go about our lives, it is so easy for us to lose sight 
of Jesus and who he is and what he's done. Sure, just like the disciples, we have no problem confessing him, declaring that he was God, that he's a good teacher, and all the rest like that. We may even be able to stand and rattle off the creeds without thinking much about them, which is in itself a part of the problem, right? Not thinking about what they're saying. We may have a t-shirt that has Jesus printed on the front or a picture of him hanging on the wall in our house. But do we look to him? I mean, really look to Jesus for mercy, for forgiveness, For salvation. Do we think he just gives us a to-do list and that's that? And if we check enough off, we'll be fine? Do we think he just teaches us how to take care of the sick and the needy? Do we think he just teaches us how to be nice, friendly, kind? we see him for who he truly is. God in the flesh, crucified and killed to bestow mercy upon us. Dear friends, don't miss seeing Jesus this Lenten season. Even though it's gory and dirty and hard to hear, even if it makes us flinch, look to the mercy Jesus wins for you. See it. Hear it. The mercy of God, the mercy of Jesus is won in a very gory way. Exactly the way Jesus describes. He goes to Jerusalem. He's arrested. Wrongly accused of crimes that he did not commit. Flogged. His skin bruised, broken, bleeding. Marched in front of a mob and mocked and lied about. Tortured by carrying a heavy wooden cross through the streets of a city being nailed to that cross after having been stripped naked, crucified by the gate of the town where people were walking by, headed to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. 
It's bloody. It's dirty. It's gory. And it culminates with the death of Jesus. And in his death, in that great act, all the things that we have just described, Jesus wins mercy for you, for your sin, for your forgiveness. That's what you should see this Lenten season. Not only should you see it, you should be here to hear it and to receive it, bestowed upon you through the precious means of grace. Come here to church and remember your baptism where your sins were washed away. Come here to church and kneel before the altar and receive the resurrected body and blood of Jesus for you to eat and drink for forgiveness, life, and salvation. Come and hear the word about Jesus. The same word the blind man from our text heard. So that just like that blind man, you can see the mercy of Jesus. This week, we begin Lent. During Lent, we see the fullness of who Jesus is. More than nice guy or moral teacher, we see him as Savior, God in the flesh, crucified and risen for the life of the world. We see Jesus take away our sins. We see Jesus, his cross, and his resurrection. Don't be distracted. Don't be swayed. Don't look merely at what you want to see. See what God says and believe. In the name of Jesus, amen. This has been With Intrepid Hearts Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. The words, With Intrepid Hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, By God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession, and give an account of it. We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it.